So the one who lacks strength is actually, according to Romans 14.1, the responsibility of the one who has strong faith. And, and I, would, I would say that the opposite is true in this way, that the one who has strong faith is the concern of the one who has weak faith. That is that they should look to them, they should listen to them, they should understand what it is that they have to say. Paul confirms this idea that we need to be for the weak or that we need to care for the weak. He writes to the Galatians that fulfilling the law of Christ, that fulfilling the law of Christ is actually manifest when we, quote, bear one another's burdens. So uh, we're to be obedient. Amen, church? We're to be obedient. What does it mean uh, to fulfill the law of Christ? What does it mean to be fully obedient uh, to him? Well, one of the areas is that we bear the burdens of the weak. That's Galatians 6, 2. Again, a most familiar passage among Christians is Proverbs 27, 17, which communicates the exact same principle to care for the weak. Iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens the other. Scripture is replete with this idea, church. Over and over, we're told that we need to provide for those who are weak, that we actually need each other. Can I get an amen on that one? We need each other. This, uh, this idea does, the, the idea of keeping or caring for the weak and, and uh, being concerned with the strong and listening to them, actually uh, provides the death knell, as I see it, for the idea of Lone Ranger Christianity. Um, we talked this morning in, in Barney's time, uh, Barney's teaching this morning, that you can worship God anywhere. How many of you know that? You can worship God anywhere. Um, this, uh, in, in the New Testament, we didn't, we didn't transition from the Old Testament to the New Testament uh, by way of building or structure as the temple of God. We went from a temple made by human hands to a temple made by God's hands, which is actually you and I. But here's what's really important for us to also remember in this, that the scripture doesn't ever fully communicate that you alone are a temple of God. It says you are a brick in the temple of God, which means you are a part of a majestic whole and that when we come together, we are, uh, we are the place where God dwells. That's such a powerful idea. So here's what's really important about that. You can worship God anywhere, you can worship him in your, in your bedroom. You can worship him anywhere you want. You can be alone. How many of you remember the passage of scripture that says, where two or more are gathered, there I am in their midst. Please do not read that out of context. The scripture does not communicate the idea that God only shows up when two or more are present. The Spirit of God dwells in you. He is with you. The, the Scripture communicates in context that the uh, judgment of God's people, the established principles and judgment of God's people are uh, made true or sure in the company of two or more, which means that God, when we make a decision, especially with regard to church discipline, that's the context of where two or more are gathered, when we understand that rightly, what scripture is saying is in the presence of two or more, God is there to establish a thing with us. That's powerful. But you can worship anywhere by yourself. But here is the real issue. The real issue is that the church has taken that to an extreme and said, I don't need you. I don't need you. The same scripture that teaches us that we can worship God on our own is the same scripture that says, forsake not the assembling of one another. 
Church, we cannot do this on our own. It does not matter what you think. You cannot do this on your own. And there is a significant difference between uh, a church structure. I'm not trying to defend a position here. I just want you to understand something. There is a significant difference between a church structure that has governance and has leadership and has headship and your small group. Did you know that? There is a difference in those things. The scripture communicates very clearly what a church consists of. And so it's really important to understand that there are things that we short circuit, if you will, in our Christian experience because we've believed the world's view of what the church looks like. I can do it all by myself. You can't. You can't. When you fall into a pit and you need somebody to lift you out, please tell me again that you can do it on your own. 